time, I'm going to ask Brother Elijah to come. I asked him to share a few weeks ago. I thank God for all these young people that are willing to share, willing to be put on the spot. And I, I say this a lot when I introduce these young people, but it's so true. We live in a culture where it's easy to post about Jesus, but very few people know how to talk about Jesus. You take it up with your pastor. <laughs> but... Uh, we, I'm so thankful that we have people in this house, young people that are saying, I won't just post a verse. I won't just like a, a, a post about Jesus, but I'm willing to get up in front of my peers, in front of my elders, and talk about Jesus. And I thank God that they're willing to study. They're willing to pray. They're willing to hear from the God and hear from the Lord. And I'm just so proud of each and every one of them. I'm so proud of Brother Elijah tonight. But as we do, when they come, if you stretch your hands this way, we're going to pray for him as he comes tonight. Lord God, we come before you. We thank you for what you're doing in Elijah's life, Lord. We believe, God, that you have called him. Lord, that you've appointed him. Lord, that you've loosed his tongue for such a time as this to speak not only to the church, but to a generation that God is still moving, that God is still working, and that he's still using young people to declare the goodness of his works. God, I ask that you would just speak to and through him tonight by the anointing and the power of your Holy Ghost. And Lord, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, and the church says, amen. Give him a hand tonight. Well, glory to God. I have to talk to my pastor about this one after church. Y'all don't know what it is, but we'll have a good discussion. <laughs> but um, I just want to take this time and thank Jade and Ronnie um, for giving me this opportunity. The more I do ministry, the more I pray and study, the more I realize how much of a sacrifice it is to be a minister. And I just want you to know that your pastors sacrifice so much time and so much effort to make sure they bring the Word of God, the true Word of God. And I just want us to give them a hand tonight and appreciate them for all that they do. Um, well, last night, I thought I had a message that I had been working on a couple of weeks that the Lord had given me. But uh, last night when I was in my house, something didn't feel right, feel right, and the Lord said, you're not preaching that. I said, oh, Lord, I ain't done this before. But then I started to pray, God, what would you have me speak? What would you have me speak? And tonight I'm going to be reading out of John chapter 14, verse, starting in verse 10. But when the, the Lord told me that, he said, um, well, my title will be tonight, Greater Works Have I Promised You. Greater Works Have I Promised You. And in verse 10, it says, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. It's not I'm going to preach about the greater works I have promised you. Heavenly Father, I come before you tonight, Jesus. Jesus, I praise you for your presence in this house, Lord God. 
God, I praise you that you're here with me, God, and here in this house, Jesus. Jesus, I believe that people are going to be healed tonight. Lord, I believe that they're going to be delivered and set free. Jesus, I believe that someone is going to touch the hem of your garment tonight, Jesus. And what they have been searching for, Heavenly Father, I pray that it's in this house tonight, sweet Jesus, because you're still the King of kings and Lord of lords, Heavenly Father. God, I believe that deliverance and breakthrough is in here tonight, God. I can believe that people are going to realize who they are in you tonight, Jesus, and that Christ is in them, Lord, and that they will be able to do it and march forward tonight, Heavenly Father. God, we are not backing down, Lord God, but we'll be the church that you have called us to be tonight, Father. Lord, I pray that you would just anoint me to speak your word, Lord, Heavenly Father. Holy Ghost, I pray that you would just have your way tonight. Lord, let me not get in the way, Jesus. We are not here on a schedule or a time clock, Jesus, but we are here to receive the word of the Lord tonight, Heavenly Father. God, I just believe you, and I thank you for what you're going to do, Jesus. And I believe that times are getting ready to change, Jesus, and that revival is about to break out, and that it starts with us tonight, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just praise you, and I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise tonight. Glory, glory, glory. The Lord has been dealing with me this before. And uh, I believe it's time that the church is going to be the church. The church will be the church. We've been silent too long. We've been backed up in a corner. We said, well, we're just going to be the church. We'll just come in the church and we'll just lift our hands and we'll just pray and everything's going to be okay. But it's not. If you want to see your family members saved, if you want to see your loved ones saved, if you want to see your friends saved, then it's going to be a time of sacrifice. You better get ready to lay some things down tonight because you're going to have to. The Lord requires it of you and me tonight that we're going to lay some things down and that we're going to see the greater works that the Lord has promised us. I didn't open my journal here. I'm unprepared there, but um, you say, how will we do greater works than Jesus? I think about that all the time. Jesus was perfect. And everything that he did. Lord, how would we ever do greater works than what you did, Lord? Because Jesus, he raised the dead. He cleansed the leper. He healed the sick. He opened blinded eyes and deaf ears. He fed a multitude of people with five loaves and two fish. But yet he says, greater works that we will do than that what he did. I find that astonishing. I find that astonishing. I feel in the church that we find that impossible or it's hard to believe or that we can't do it or that we're not good enough or that we're not adequate or we're unworthy. But I tell them to tell you tonight that Jesus died for us and his blood makes us worthy. When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, that blood washed us clean as white as snow and that tonight we can lay hands on the sick and we can see them recover. I believe Lucy can be healed right now, whoever it is. And I believe that we are going to see miracles, signs, and wonders in this last day and God's going to pour out his spirit and that he's going to see mighty moves of God like we have never seen before. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we thank you tonight. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now unto he is able, is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. The Holy Spirit is in us and the Holy Spirit worketh in us and the Holy Spirit is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. So church, why do we think God can't do it? Why are we so afraid? Why don't we think that God can't heal? We believe that God can save us and deliver us and set us free, but we don't believe that he can heal somebody of cancer. We don't believe that he can deliver us from our depression and our anxiety. We don't believe that we can see diabetes and disease and sickness be 
taken off of somebody's life. But I come to tell you tonight that that standard is changing. That old standard is changing. That old standard is changing. And that we are going to see it. We ain't got enough time, church. The Lord has been dealing with me in my spirit lately. Time is running out. Time is running out. We ain't got much time left. We ain't got much time left. So you better get right and you better get ready. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. And I don't know about you, but I ain't going to miss it tonight. I'm going to see what the Lord has promised me. I'm going to see my aunt come home who is bound by homosexuality. I'm going to see my cousins who are in the lost world. I'm going to see my family members. I'm going to see your family members. I'm going to see my friends who are at my lunch table who don't know much about Jesus. But I'm going to sit there and I'm going to stand and I'm going to tell them that Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. He came to give you a new life. He came to heal you and deliver you and set you free. You don't have to be bound by sickness and disease. You don't have to be oppressed and depressed. Jesus came to give you peace. Pass all understanding. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise tonight. I believe God is going to work in here in a mighty way. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16. The Lord brought this to my attention also in verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, the in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink in any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They, say, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. The Lord has been dealing with, with, on, with me on that for months. He said, Elijah, it's time you lay hands on some sick people, and you see them recover. Don't you realize that I am God? God of all the world, and I still have all power in my hands. I created you. I know who you are. Why don't you lay hands, stand your hands on sick people and see them recover? Because I'm ready to see it. it can't, I was praying at my grandpa's house today when he was at home, and the Lord said, and like the Holy Spirit hit me in my spirit. It said, people shouldn't be dying of cancer. They should be being healed of cancer. But yeah, we're too afraid. We're too afraid to go lay hands on them. We're too afraid to believe that God can do it. We're too afraid. The devil tells us, oh, do you really think God can do that? Do you really think that your God can do that? Do you really think he can heal and deliver and set free? But I know if he saved me from the pit that I was in, then surely he can heal my body. Surely he can give me peace in my mind. And surely that he can heal anything that he wants to because he is God. Dad, is he able to deliver you? Is he able to get you out of the pit you never thought you'd come out of? Is he able to deliver you from drugs and alcohol when the world cast you aside and said you weren't good enough and you'll never get out of here? But Jesus came down and reached out and said, I love you, son. I've got to work for you and I've got to call for you. Is he able to do it, Dad? Is he able to do it? Justin, is he able to deliver you from alcohol when you don't know if you're ever going to get out? When you're depressed and you're oppressed and you almost died three times and you don't understand and say, but God delivered me from my sin. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we could all ask or think. And I believe that God is getting ready to pour out his spirit. I know he's been pouring out his spirit since he came and died on the cross. But church, 
Church, you don't understand. I've been alone with Jesus and what he has shown me. I have seen miracles in my mind. I have seen people getting delivered and laying hands on each other. I've seen revival break out across the land. I've seen young people my age saying, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I'm set free, I'm free, I'm free. Thank God I'm free. I don't have to be the person I used to be. I don't have to be the drug addict. I don't have to be addicted to pornography anymore. I don't have to be addicted to alcohol anymore. I don't have to be depressed. I don't think the church, the church deals with depression and anxiety a lot. But I tell you, if you get a hold of Jesus and you have Jesus, you have joy unspeakable, peace that surpasses all understanding. You don't have to be depressed. You get to wake up another day and say, thank you, Jesus. I didn't die and drown in my sin. I'm still alive. I get to praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. I am free. I am free. I am free. I believe there's deliverance in the house for somebody tonight. You don't understand what you've been going through. You don't understand why God, why God am I going through this? Why God, why is there so much opposition against me? God, why don't I feel like I'm enough? Let me tell you, you are fearfully and you are wonderfully made tonight. You are made in God's image. He knows the thoughts that he has towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Hallelujah. I've come to tell somebody tonight that there is a work to be done. We do not have enough time to sit around and wait and say, woe is me. I'm not good enough, Jesus. Trust me, I've done it before. I've laid in my bed at night and said, God, I'll never be what you call me to be. God, I'll never be good enough. God, I can't do it. God, I won't be able to, Jesus. God, the devil is lying to me all the time. Tell me I'll never make it, God. Tell me I'll never get out of my situation, Jesus. Jesus, will you ever get me out of here? But I come to tell you one day at an altar, I came to God and I said, God, I know you have called me. I know the words you have spoken over my life. I have not been called to shut up. I have not been called to be quiet, but you have called me to speak your word. Let me go to Jeremiah 20, actually. I love what he says, if I can find it here. Because some of you may feel like quitting and shutting up. Some of you said, maybe I'll just be quiet. I'll never speak his name because I'm not good enough and everything goes wrong every time I try to. But in Jeremiah chapter 20, It says, moreover, I will deliver thee of all our strength of the city and all the labors thereof, all the precious things thereof and all treasures of the kings of Judah will I give unto the hands of their enemies, which shall spoil them and take them and carry them to Babylon. And now for sure, and all that dwell in that own house shall go into captivity, and thou shalt come to Babylon, and there shalt die, and there thou shalt die. And shalt be buried there, thou, and all thy friends to whom thou hast prophesied lies. Lord, thou hast deceived me, and I was deceived. Thou art stronger than I, and hast prevailed. I am derision that daily everyone mocketh me. For since I spake, I cried out. I cried violence and spoil, because the word of the Lord was made a a reproach unto me and a derision daily. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. 
But his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. I'll tell you tonight, sometimes I felt like shutting up. And I told God, you know what, God? I can't do it, Jesus. I'm not good enough. I'm not worried. But every time I would say that, I would feel his word like fire shut up in my bones. And I come to tell you tonight, it ain't time to shut up, child. Lift your head up, because your redeemer draweth nigh. Tonight, it's time to lift up your voice and shout unto God and say, God, I thank you for what you're getting ready to do, because I promise you the greater works that we are going to see. Jesus, is, Jesus promised it to us, and he promised it to me, and I believe that we are going to see it. Church, 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 we have to. We have to begin to walk in it. We have to begin to get in alignment with Jesus. We have to get in alignment with Jesus. What's that look like? Well, it's giving up time. Time is a precious thing, and Jesus loves your time. He wants to have time with you, spend hours with you. It's time to go back to that secret place where you have dwelt with the Lord, and and maybe some of you haven't been in that secret place in a long time, but tonight God is drawing you back, and he's calling you to go back to that secret place where you can be with him, and he can be with you. Draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you is what the word says. So if you'll go back to that secret place, God will begin to deposit in you. You will begin to have strength. You will begin to have peace and you will be able to do what you're called to do do not be afraid church don't get weary 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 we are running out of time church it is time it is time it is time to rise up and be who God has called you to be there's too many times I sat down and shut up and been quiet there's too many times I just sat back and said you know what God I won't tell him I won't tell him because I got afraid I got afraid to get afraid to tell my friends. I'm sure Isaiah, you can feel the same way sometimes. You just don't know what to say to them. But lately, we've been telling them about Jesus at the lunch table. And yes, maybe we should do more. And sometimes we don't say enough. But this, Lord God, help me, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I believe that our high school, my high school, and high schools across this nation, this land, are going to see revival. They're going to see that Jesus is good. And I believe it's going to start in this house tonight. Isaiah, God has got a great and mighty work for you, son. Don't ever feel inadequate and don't ever feel like you're good enough because you are. God made you in his image. He knew when he called you as a little boy that you were doing great and mighty works for him. And he has called you for such a time as this. He has called you to speak to our kids in our school. He has anointed you to be a mighty man of God. Don't you ever quit or don't you ever give up and don't you ever look back because Jesus has got a mighty and great work for you, son. And tonight I believe God's going to pour out his spirit upon you like he been never experienced before. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is going to release all of you, son, and you're going to speak in tongues and you're going to begin to prophesy. I believe you're going to see dreams and visions and God is going to do a great and mighty work in you. Don't you give up. You keep marching forward and say, I'm a child of God. I am called by the Most High. I will not fear. I will not be weary because the Lord is with me. Hallelujah. So I just pray that over your life tonight, son, that you're going to see God do great and mighty works. It's going to be passed down from generations unto to you and you'll see greater works than what your grandpa and your grandma and your dad and your mother and all of them saw. And so you better get ready for what God is about to you do. You better get ready to write down your notepad words. I'll just pray that over your life tonight. And God is going to do great mighty work tonight in you. Give the Lord a shout of praise and glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Church, I do not take lightly this opportunity I have been given. I believe I am on assignment tonight. It's not about me. 
It's not about me at all. It's not about you. It's about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I've come here to tell you all about Jesus and that the plans that Jesus has for you. God is going to do a great and mighty work. A great and mighty work. A great and mighty work. Church, church, if you'll get ready, if you'll set your mind on Jesus and get it off everything else, I know you got work, you got work, you have to feed your families, and times are hard right now. And there's sports and other things. Sports used to be my everything. All I wanted to do was play sports, and that was my identity for a long time. But sports wasn't who God called Elijah Murray to be. I, I was talented not to be bragging or anything. I promise I'm not. I was state champion in wrestling. I was talented in baseball. I could have been that. But it's like the Lord deposited me since I was a little boy. I didn't call you to be a baseball player. I didn't call you to be a wrestler or a football player. I called you to take my gospel into all the world and preach it. I called you to be the light unto others. I called you to show those who don't know who Jesus is and who are broken and hurting and looking for a Savior and looking for an answer and they don't understand it and they're asking, who is there out there that can help me? I've called you to tell them that I love them and that I have called them and that I have chosen them to do a work for me. Guys, I know that we may get scared sometimes. We think, oh, the big bad devil, he's going to come after me and he's going to just... You know, just give me opposition and I won't be able to face it. That's not true. That's not true. I wasn't, this was my original message, but I feel like saying this. First John chapter 3 verse 8 says this, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. I don't want the devil trying to be working on you tonight. I don't know what you came in here with. I don't know what you've been battling. I don't know what you've been facing. But Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. So what's been chasing you and been on your tail behind you and been trying to chase you down for months, I believe is going to be destroyed tonight. I believe what's your fear and anxiety will be destroyed. I believe your rejection and your depression will be destroyed tonight. I believe you're going to realize who you are tonight. I believe you're going to realize who God called you to be. Oh, children of God, listen, 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 listen. God made you in his image. You are beautiful in his eyes. You are not unworthy. You are not useless. You are not, not good enough. You're not unqualified. I know I can't tell you how many times the devil's lied to me and tell me that in my life. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I'm testifying tonight about it. There's many times I thought I wasn't good enough. I'll never be able to do it, Jesus. Oh, but he has called me. He has called me, and he has called you tonight to do his work. I don't know who it is or plays the music if someone wants to come to the music tonight. Church, these altars are important. Altars are meant for sacrifice. And if you'll sacrifice your life tonight, if you'll just say, I lay it all down for you, Jesus, nothing else matters, God. God, my life doesn't matter. All that matters is yours, Jesus. God, my wants and my desires, let it become your desires tonight, Jesus. God, let me see your plan for me. If you'll come to this altar and lay it down tonight. If you'll come to this altar and you'll lay it down. If you'll lay it down, church. We'll see those greater works that he promised in John 14. We'll be able to lay hands on the sick and we'll see them recover. I'm sick and tired of seeing people dying. I'm sick and tired of watching loved ones be hurt by loss. I can't take it anymore. 
I can't take anymore. I can't watch it. We've been praying here on the Monday nights, and we talk about it all the time, how much what God's getting ready to do. Brad talks about how the clock is ticking, and it's time to do great work. Me and Jay talk about it all the time. We don't got much time left. Oh, church, church, I'm trying to get you to understand. Like Jesus has told me, you ain't got time to waste. You ain't got time to throw away and mess around. You ain't got time for it. A couple weeks ago when I was praying, I went and kneeled over at the seat. And the like, Holy Spirit was grieved. I can't even explain it. it broke my heart. bawled my eyes out. And he said to me, don't let Wednesday be normal. Don't let it be normal. We don't need normal anymore. Normal's not getting it done. Normal's not seeing any change. Normal's not seeing any circumstances and marriages come back together. Normal's not bringing broken homes back together. Normal's not healing bodies. Normal's not healing cancer. He said, don't let Wednesday be normal. Don't let Wednesday be normal. I want it to be normal. I'm tired of normal. I'm tired of seeing the same old thing. I'm, I'm going to come down here with y'all if that's all right. I think I would do this, but... Jesus has got a plan for you. Jesus has got a plan for you. He's got a plan for you and a plan for you. He's got a plan for you, J-Bud. Many nights when you didn't understand it, you didn't know why you had to be alone. Oh, we don't talk about alone anymore. I heard a pastor the other day talking about alone. He said he'd be thankful for alone because that's when God's going to purify you and bring you through the fire when you don't understand. When nights you didn't understand you were alone and you didn't know why, God was with you every night. He was equipping you who you'd be called to be. He knew the work he placed on your life. Oh, he knew the work he had called for you. And many nights you felt inadequate. But God is getting ready to rekindle a fire like never before. I believe tonight's the night as you lay it all down. Jesus is going to burn a burning fire in your spirit. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight, church. I'm tired of normal. I'm so tired of normal. There's many times I've been on fire before. I get caught back in the same old thing. I would just go back and do my own thing. I get caught back up in sports. There's no more of that. I can't do it. Like the song says, no turning back. No turning back. Because I have decided to follow Jesus. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Tonight, church, there's no turning back. There's no going back to the old way and doing the old thing. There's no going back and just doing whatever we used to do. Because tonight, I've decided to follow Jesus. The cross is before us. The world is behind us. Tonight's the night. Tonight is the night. Also, it was like a few weeks ago, a month ago, I wanted to sing this song, This Is A Move. I've been listening to that the past couple of days. I've been shouting in my car in my house. The Lord spoke to me in my car. I was crying. And that song was playing. He said, this is a move. I said, God, what? 
It don't look like it, Jesus. The world's in shambles. The world's in shambles. He said, this is a move. And tonight, if you want to see this as a move, you got to lay it all down. You got to lay it all down because this is a move. No turning back. No turning back. This is the move. And tonight, church, I want to call us to these altars. The altar is a special place. We don't talk about the altar enough in the church anymore. But I know this church does. And I know that this church has a special place in the altar. I know we went out in uh, Ronnie's uh, dad's property before, and his dad has an altar built. Church, you can build an altar anywhere. The altar is a place of sacrifice. I know it's that many times, but it is. Church, I want us to come to this altar tonight. I want to lay it all down for Jesus. If you need healing on your body, I want to lay hands on you tonight. Because that's what the Bible says to do. And I believe the Lord has called us to do that. I'm not going to be afraid anymore tonight, church. And you're not going to be afraid either. But if I just want you to stand up tonight. Say, Lord, here am I. Here am I, God. I lay my life down for you tonight, Jesus. I lay it all down for you tonight, Jesus. God, what the enemy said about me is not true, Lord. I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made, God. Lord, you know the thoughts that you have toward me and the plans on my life. God, I will not go back into what I was. I will not fall into my temptation like I used to. I will not stay in the same sin that I was in. Lord, tonight I'm laying it all down for you tonight, Jesus. Jesus, you're gonna use me to set my family free. Lord, you're gonna use me to set the captives free. Tonight, church, it is time. It is time, it is time. This house has been chosen for a great and mighty work. I wholeheartedly believe that, Pastor. I wholeheartedly believe that. And we're getting ready to see souls saved and lives changed. We're getting ready to see people come into the house of God. And it's not like the same people that you see before. You see people with tattoos and blue hair and pink hair and piercings on their body. You may look at them weirdly at first, but they're going to be desiring the hunger and thirst of Jesus. They're going to be desiring His Spirit and have relationships with Him. And they're going to throw it away down their cares. But church, we got to be ready to be able to handle that. we got to be ready to tell them about Jesus. And tonight, I just want to call you to these altars. I'll just call, call you to a place of prayer to lay down your life for Jesus as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. It's time, church. If you need something, we're going to lay hands on you. Pastor and Jade Lim will pray for you. God, I believe it's time we lay hands on the sick and see them recover. Cysts, cancer, disease, diabetes, heart disease, fatigue, anything. Tonight's tonight. So if you'll please just come to these altars right now and just give it all to Jesus. We're going to see change. We're going to see change. We're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We're going to see the glory of God. The glory of God. Could you imagine? The glory of God will change everything. So if you'll just come tonight and just lay your life down. Everybody's Pastor Jade Abrams here. I just want to thank you for watching and joining with us today. We're so glad that you chose to be with us. We just encourage you to stay in contact with us. Click, follow, subscribe on all of our social media platforms to stay up to date what's happening here at PTC. We bless you in Jesus' name and we love you and so does God. Have a good day.